Welcome to episode number 226, 2020 year-end review. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I am here with Gabe, Goose, and Heck. 2020 year-end review. In this episode, the crew talks about their overall experiences slash results in 2020. We cover topics that range from our favorite episodes, work slash business, family, education, the pandemic, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Confucius and Les Brown. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening Pleasure kicking things off, gentlemen, 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 yep, gentlemen, yep, gentlemen. Yep. Wow, That's... we dropped about fifty episodes in the year twenty twenty. Yes, during a pandemic year, and we did not let our foot off the gas pedal. Nope, nope. Um, we took officially one week off um, f- because of the actual pandemic. We took off one week, mm-hmm. and that was it. Uh, just because we were unsure as to how we wanted to approach um, recording, and, yes. and we we needed that week to actually replan our approach and what it was, we just ended up doing um, Skype, I believe, for Zoom. Zoom for a couple Zoom, er- yes. yeah. for a couple episodes, mm-hmm. like five or so. Um, it got us through. It got yeah. us through. It got us through a good good amount, and we still had guests on there. We still it was it was pretty dope. Um, mm-hmm. For you know what you know we're currently going through to still manage um, to be productive was is pretty cool. Um, all right. So with that being said, question to you, gentlemen, as you reflect back on 2020, what is one or two words that come to mind? I think the obvious ones is like coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is uh, patience. Yeah. Learned well, lots of patience throughout this whole thing. I would say for me, uh, one word would be bizarre. Um, and the other word would be uh, unprecedented. Yes. Ooh, like mm-hmm. New normal. Yeah. It just crazy. Yeah. In the strangest way. Yeah. The whole thing was strange. Yeah. The way um, we look at. Uh, government, uh, government power, government, um, I guess, influence. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way we look at health and healthcare, just everything changed. The way we look at business, the way we look at yeah. um, just day to day life. Yeah, it's just everything so different. Um, very, very strange. Uh, super bizarre. Um, and I say bizarre in like, I guess in a, I guess in a somewhat positive way. Just yeah. bizarre is just. Every time you turn the corner, it was something else. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and here we are, fast forward a whole year into it. It does not feel like we've been in like for no. nine months or whatever. How long has yeah. it been? Ten months? Yeah. And I think it was because the way the way it was kind of fed 
to us the way it was like, oh, just two weeks of you know lockdown, and then it all right, that's just stretched into a month, stretched into two months. It was a constant extension of like every two yes. weeks. Yeah. Yep. Because I do feel like if they were to say this is gonna go on for a whole year, yeah, there would have been zero cooperation, oh, yeah. and nothing would have right. Not at all. Yeah. So, but if you string quote the people along, yeah, I mean, you have a little bit of hopes here and there. What is your greatest lesson learned from 2020? Heck, you said patience. That was a good one. Patience. I say don't take for granted. Like, don't take things for granted because, I yeah. mean, yeah. we, per family, we didn't lose anybody I, that I know of in the thing. But, like, so many people lost family members and friends yeah. throughout this whole situation. So, I mean, it's it was pretty, it's pretty wild. Yeah, I, th- I think for me, um, it was... I'm pretty good with thinking on my feet and and making adjustments. Yeah. Uh, pretty fast. My thing is having a solid backup plan. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. um, it's like we had a backup plan, but it was like I realized that it was loose. <laughs> it was a lot of like yeah. holes in the plan, so to speak. Because you never really know the extent of when you're actually going to need that kind of plan yeah, until it's right, actually yeah. like you know so you're in the put in play. Of it. It's like, yeah. but it, it it made me think, and it's like. This is what happens, you know, um, when you're uh, when you're in businesses and schools, and they do fire drills. Yes, mm-hmm. and like no one takes the drills serious. Right, sure. right. And then when an actual fire happens, people like legit panic and forget what to do and don't follow like what <laughs> yeah. we went over and then. I was running, you know? screaming, and that's what it reminded window. me of. It yeah. was like we have a plan B and we had a plan B, but it was like every time we ran the drill, we we're just kind of like nonchalantly running it through our heads and yeah, not really yeah. thinking of all the things that could go wrong. Yeah. Kind of like Hexa, you kind of take it for granted. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, it's just a thing that, you know, oh, you prepare for it, but not really, it's not really going to happen. Think about it, though. Like, a natural disaster, anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You, we prepare for all this. I mean, at one point um, in our history, like, getting a bomb threat sure. because of, you know, potential war with another country was a normal thing and they yeah. had, uh, yeah. they had plans to hide under desks and stuff. Yeah. But, like, you know, when that stuff, when you go through the drill, I know me as a kid, I never took any of them like that serious because I'm yeah. thinking that would never happen to us. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah that's exactly um, how I thought too. And I feel like a lot of people do that with their backup plans. Like, I have something there, but, yeah. you know, or, or anything, like when your parents tell you to save for a rainy day or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just my mom telling me. Yeah. And so, like, you kind of, like, loosely listen. Obviously, as an adult, you take things more serious. But I'm saying me as, like, a little kid, like, looking back on things, like the drills, uh, I I know what we're supposed to do, but Mm. you really don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just weird. (laughs) When it happened, um, you're like, holy smokes, plan B activated. Like, I have to activate this and have to keep it moving. And it wasn't gradual. It was just over. No. It was like, like, bam, right in your face. And so, good thing for for me, I know, is that I think quick on my feet. I can adjust really quick. And um, I just go out and get it, no no matter what. And so, I know I'm going to make it happen. It's just I can save myself a million more headaches if, you know, now knowing my plan B needs to be a little bit more solid. And these guys know, man. I turned into like a little mini prepper um, along the way. And a lot of people say, like, oh, it's too late for that. This is not over. We're like maybe halfway through this thing. And so instead of just curling up and, and, and finding like, oh, gosh, we lost the, you know, we lost that, that battle. Holy smokes. I still kept 
adding to my arsenal, kept adding to, you know, my plan B and making it more solid and going through it again and going through potential scenarios. Even sharing it with these guys. Yeah. And sharing it like, what do you think? What should I do? Whatever, you know. And then all of a sudden you realize, holy smokes, my plan B was so weak mm. before. It's not even fun. <laughs> it wasn't even yeah. funny. And I thought yeah. I had like, something legit. Yeah. Um, you know, so I am, I'm thankful in a weird way because it made me realize uh, you actually have a, real a second catastrophe, you know, yeah. <laughs> literally. Um, yeah, this would definitely get you prepped up for the second coming of it because it's as they said it's a second round coming. So now we know kind of what to expect when they say, oh, you know, another two weeks. Like they just recently shut stuff down. Yeah, and they're Again. giving us yeah. they're giving us a January date of something. I'm like, that's nonsense because you know they're gonna go ahead and push yeah. it off to February. Yeah, right. And yeah. from February, it's gonna go take off just like they did in the beginning. Yeah. So unfortunately, now we have it. now we have an idea of what they're gonna do and how they're gonna plan about it. Yeah, like um, what was it? The NAC, they're still up and running. Apparently, the Newtown Police got told to knock it off and let them run their business. It's a it's it's a recommendation to shut down. They can't, so the police cannot harass them anymore about this. No, because technically they're not breaking the law. They're, they're not. not. Right. It's just, so that's their, yeah, that's like their choice is staying open. It's and Right. Not, and I know there's a lot of other businesses there. So like you were saying, NAC is a gym. There's I know a bunch of other gyms in the area that didn't shut down, and they're still kind of being cautious, but they're not like closing their gym because like with me, with the barbershop, like, you, like you said, they said, oh, yeah, close down for two weeks. I, they told me two weeks, and I was still going bananas. Like, holy smokes, two weeks, what am I going to do? Like, you mm-hmm. don't prepare yourself yeah. for, to be shut down for two weeks. Like, I don't even take a vacation that long ever, yeah. you know, because of, like, situ- financial situations. Sure. Um, so now, like, then, like we said, it ended up being uh, the barbershop was shut down for three whole months. Mm. So now we're getting a second wave, and now, like, I just felt like we were, everyone was complying but it, it was almost like they were toying with, with us at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of so to like, see if you guys will comply and yeah, to see so, how they control it. And we were all, all uneducated on the whole thing. So right. we didn't know what to do. So everyone did comply. We did listen. Yeah. So now from last March to now, like we've studied, we learned, we've, yeah. we've figured out the steps to take. Sure. Obviously do things like cautiously. Yes. We're, we're definitely still like honestly um, limited people in the shop. Like di- social distancing, yeah. like uh, the, the 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 obvious, but um, I don't think we're gonna like I wouldn't if I was to force to shut down. I still wouldn't only because like I my business hasn't hasn't it wasn't affected by like I haven't had no one come in here and say they had they had the yeah. the, the COVID or anything from coming from out of here. Yeah, we're, we're super um like I try to be so clean, we disinfect everything, but um. At the end of the day, dude, I almost, like, I could have lost a business, my shop, like, my, like, 10 years, 10-year marker because of a shutdown that I had no control of. And I tried to comply, and I got, like, no assistance from, like, government help and stuff, but they're the ones who told me to shut down, and I could lose everything because they told me to shut down. And But I think the non-essential thing was such a broad stroke of like they shut down so many different businesses that may necessarily, I mean, you're already in the midst of, like, you, you already... Fortunately, you already had set up appointments and stuff, so it was like easier to kind of ease into some of that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, like, a lot of the ones are complying with regulations in terms of sanitary-wise and, and all that stuff. And then some of it, like, doesn't even make sense. Like, I went to the mall. Me and Lauren went to the mall this weekend, and um, the stores are limited. So you can only have 10 people 
like 10 customers in the store. So there's a line outside, right? Yeah. So they're trying to be so, like safe with 10 people inside. Meanwhile, you got 25 people on top of each other outside waiting to go in. Sure. Right. And, then you got, and then you got sense. people passing by them, right? Yeah, so you got, you got a line here and you got people walking by them. So it's still which, a crowd. Like it doesn't, doesn't make any sense. I think that the, the, what he's saying though is the line is, is if you're in close proximity for someone for more than 15 minutes, that's where a transmission that's, okay. can happen. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, you're literally, there's people definitely in lines for longer than that. Right. Especially like these stores yeah. uh, uh, like Pandora, uh, where the, you have to basically get consulted in all your, your purchasing there. Yeah. So there's literally only six people in there. And you have to, they have to include um, staff. And yeah. so it's a total of five people. And if you have five staff, only five customers are in there. <laughs> yeah. And That's each team crazy. member is a, is consulting a person. And then if you look outside, there's a, line. A, there's a huge line wrapped up around. And yep. there's no one's like they might have markers. There might have been tape. Um, but, but there's no one's abiding by There's no one out there saying, hey, back up. You're a little yeah. too close. There's no one doing that. Right. Um, and we've seen it. We've seen it so much. So I, we left. Yeah, yeah. We literally just left. I'm like, this is this is Too crazy. Yeah, it was, it I think it, it made it worse. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it, it was it was definitely a, tur- a turn off. Like it wasn't it wasn't making obviously like the holiday shopping like enjoyable. Like like I said, me and Lauren, we did it. We like kind of just our thing together. Get some like coffee, go out and about, and just do some shopping, and knock yeah. it out, and just kind of like make a day out of it, and it wasn't like, it definitely wasn't enjoyable. Yeah. Like, yeah. especially the stores that we wanted to go to, yeah. the lines are so long, we just like, turn back around, we just kind of like left, really. That's what we, I, that's what, yeah. I was literally telling the guys this, I'm like, everyone's getting gift cards, yeah. uh, because <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing it, I'm yeah. just and, not. Because and it, it, it's kind of like what he's saying with the, uh, the with complying, it's like, you know, I'm doing everything we're being asked to do, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm complying in every single thing. The second I get into my truck, I have hand sanitizer. Yeah. Yeah. The second I walk out of my truck, I'm putting my mask on. I'm doing yeah. everything I'm being told, and then you walk around, do, some dude has like, mask all the way hanging off of his chin yeah. uh the people standing like he was saying the people standing in line are on top literally on top of yeah. each other complaining laughing and it's typical season where people are naturally sick anyway because right. of the weather, yeah, weather change, yep. and so they're on top of each other even regardless of whether it's the coronavirus or not it's like it's kind of gross if you think about yeah. it yeah. cough and sneeze and all up on, yeah so uh kind of like what goose said it's you know the, you took away so much that it took away from that experience, honestly, uh, it was not enjoyable for us. We left. Yeah, and like obviously for me, like the whole pandemic itself with the shutdown, it put a financial hit on me. So like I started shopping late because I had some bills and stuff to take care of. And then so my my our Christmas shopping, we started off late, and it was to the point where it was like too late to even order stuff online because it wouldn't come in on time. Yeah. So we physically had to go to the stores. Like we sure. really not that we want, we really had to. Yeah. And then for like that to be like. Didn't even work in our, our favor, not mm. one bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's whack. That's whack. What's something that you could have done uh, this year to make it better? Well, it's so hard to prepare for that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because it happened so early in the year, too. Yeah. Because by the time, like, March rolled down, that's when you really started hearing everything. It was like... 
I th- I think it was go- kind of going back to what I was saying. My like we've had a plan B. Like what I was telling sure. him, just have like a stronger, uh, I guess, backup plan when 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 things hit the fan. There was things that I've always wanted to get, like backup X, Y, and Z, and backup this, and having my generator, and having X. Like I had all this stuff that I knew I was going to get, and then it was like. But I didn't really do it yet, and this kind of forced me to do it, yeah, um, in a in a, in a positive way. And I haven't, thank God, I haven't had to use any of it. Yeah. So my plan B kicked in, but I never really had to truly tap into yeah. it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it made me reevaluate the whole thing. Yes. Where it was like, I think one of the biggest lessons, is like, if you're gonna have a plan B, I don't mean like a plan B in a sense where, oh, if this doesn't work out for my career, then I'm going to choose this career. I'm not talking about that kind of plan B. I'm talking about real life plan B, like real life plan B. (laughs) Like if X, Y, and Z were to happen and the grocery stores were to close, do you have backup food? Do you have backup electricity? Mm -hmm. I'm talking about a real plan B. I'm not talking about uh, whether your wishes and desires. I'm not talking cute here. <laughs> I'm talking for real. This is life. Like we, yeah. I have kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and people that are depending on me. So it's like you have to have something legit. Yeah. Um, and, th- and that's what I'm talking about. Just sharpening that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and it took this for me to really sharpen it. And I'm sure there's holes uh, in it still, but, but I'm a way have, better position than I, I was. You enhance the the protocol for for a lot more now. Mm-hmm. What was the most challenging part? For, for obviously for me there's like a bunch of things but like dude they're telling you to stay home right yeah. and it's just me and Lauren and obviously we had Ava like I love them to death but yo it would, I would go bananas if you stay 24-7 sure. 7 days a week in with like so I'm with like like you got like my brothers and stuff we have like a, such a, a close-knit family like yeah we kind of, throughout this whole time, we kind of just stuck with each other, like, yeah. go over Jim's house, go over Hack's house, and kind of just, like, just change, like, I don't know, separate from just being at home where they yeah. try to tell you locked down. But we stayed with the same group. So, yeah. like, it was... Small it was, numbers. Yeah, small nothing, numbers, yeah. and it was just us, like, the whole time. So if we wanted to step out, go over Hack's house, or go over Jim's yeah. house, or go over my mom's, and just kept it as small, like... But they, they kind of told us to, like, just stay home, don't leave. Like, yeah. pretty much. Like, yeah. And who who... There are some people that really like listen to them. They obeyed yeah. by it and they yeah. did it. And some people kind of like got came into like I, I from what I heard like depression. Like there's a yeah. lot of oh, stuff yeah. that happened Absolutely. within that whole like because that brings about fear and all that stuff too. Because I, I work at a doctor's yes, office and here yeah. patients calling like I haven't left. My, we're talking about like in the middle of summer. I haven't left my house since March. Yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah. so it's like people are. It's a legit scary thing because you obviously yeah. don't know. But yeah. I mean, fortunately, unfortunately, like I've been. My light work life and all stuff has been relatively normal. I mean, I, we had, we were like you know sent home for a while, but it was like yeah. every day was still every day for the most part. It wasn't like yeah. dramatically yeah. changed, thankfully. But you know that that's not the case for a lot of people. Yeah, my thing was seeing my kids being locked up in the house pretty much. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the kids are like, Dad, can we go outside? And now they're talking about uh, my little one, Danica. She's like. Dad, when, when is the virus going to turn green so that we can go outside now? Because, you know, it was like yeah. color-coded yeah. red or, yeah. green or yellow or green. It's like, well, when it goes green, can we go? I, like, it broke my heart to see yeah. my four-year-old at the time, five now, like, say that stuff. I'm like, these kids are paying attention to this stuff. So now they got this thing in the back of their head. Yeah. It's like, dang, dude, you're, they're, you're raising them, and, 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 and they're just going to remember all this stuff. And it's like, what was 2020 like? Oh, remember we had that coronavirus? We didn't go yeah. to school. We had school from home. That was a whole like other thing. Dude, yeah. school from home is, is, is no joke. So I tried to, I, I was working from home, which was complicated enough to have the kids there. And then on top of trying to get them to 
to get online to their Zoom classes and, and one had this teacher at a certain time and this one had this teacher at a certain time and then they had assignments to get done. I wasn't a teacher. I was nowhere ready for any of that stuff. So it was, it, that was yeah. one of the complica- complicated parts in, like, in my household was trying to get everyone educated and make sure that they stayed on top of it, you know? Yeah. And it's, it, it just, yeah, the school, the school was a... Was a this, uh, a unmitigated disaster. disaster. It's, it was its own disaster, huge uh, debacle. I don't even know what you would call it, but um, yeah. just uh, I don't know. I, I can't really say because I, I'm not, you know, in the positions to make decisions for an entire school system. Yeah. I don't know if they, and I, I do believe that I think their intentions were good, and I think that they made the what they believe were the best decisions. Mm-hmm. I just don't yeah. think it was. Um, you know, executed properly, no. or uh, maybe it wasn't. You know, some of the decisions made weren't the best. But we learned that. Uh, but I'm not, you know, taking away anything away from anyone. Decisions were hard. Yeah. Just looking at it as a parent who had a, a child in school, that didn't take away how brutal that experience yeah. was. Yeah. Because, like Hex says, we're not teachers. Well, yes. my my wife is, but I'm not a teacher. So it's yes, luckily and thankfully for us, our kid was young enough that we knew. Or all the material for a kindergarten, sure. of course, right? Yeah. Yeah. But even still, it's like how to submit things. That was all new because you're yeah. doing everything virtual. And sometimes the devices wouldn't work or sometimes the technology would be off. And sometimes we, we would lose Wi-Fi. And it was like yeah. it was a disaster. a disaster. A lot of things were depending on a lot of yeah. outside yeah. Yep. circumstances. That right. You've- and then all of a sudden your child's now looking at you. Um, (laughs) as you know, you're, you're the parent and doing everything you normally do. And now you're also their teacher. Now I'm not saying, again, this goes back to my initial, uh, you know, example, when I said about plan B, you're going to be your child's teacher, but I'm saying legit education, like school education teacher, not as a teacher, as an, uh, you know, a a figure they could look up to and you should be teaching them positive, inspiring thing, life lessons. I'm talking about legit. We have to, this kid needs to learn math. One plus one. Yeah. And we need to make sure we're going through it the way uh, that it's already a professional (laughs) who's trained to do is doing it. Yeah. And how can I compare myself to them? I can't. So, you know, oh man, there was a lot of frustration. And Um, there was a lot of frustration also with, you know, the teachers, they threw this this program out there some people had apples some people had windows some people had just tablets so nothing not everything was compatible down the line so they had to come up with a second plan that way in in the summer like our school district they gave the lower kids like uh kindergarten through first grade ipads and then the other the rest of the kids chromebooks so that everything was on the same page and now they log all they all log on through google and and obviously you know so it was a learning curve for them they they threw that out there oh you get on your parents laptop and do this this this, and that yeah well half the stuff wasn't going through because it was different by different uh, different formats and stuff like that so that was another disaster on that Hmm. what's something that happened i know we're going to remember this here for the rest of our lives but what's something that pops out that happened this year or you experienced maybe it was you yourself or you saw that you're going to remember for the rest of your life well at least for i mean kind of like in the work areas like i work in on, off of broad street which is i mean one of the biggest like areas like um oh, main streets in the city in the middle of march it was dead empty yeah which is the most bizarre thing which you don't see that until like around this time when everybody you know chopping and all stuff <laughs> yeah it was eerily like empty it was like That's bizarre crazy. yeah but you never see that ever even you know 
on the the worst days. Even like when it's a blizzard, people want to walk out there, and it was like it was empty, no yeah. cars, no nobody walking around. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, I'll always remember the the shortage of paper towels and toilet paper. That yeah. is so absurd. Oh, yeah. yeah, so that absurd. Going into so any hard. store, any <laughs> store you went into, there was no paper towels and no toilet paper. Like that's that's definitely be forever scarred in my head with that. That's yeah. And, yeah. and Clorox wipes. Yeah. Yeah. Like all that stuff, just hand sanitizer. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like the stuff, you know, stuff that you never really thought about. You never yeah. really took advantage of it because you didn't think it was that important. It was always just now that right, it was just readily available. Available, yeah. Now it's just like a necessity. It's a hot you need this thing in your car. You need it in your wallet. You need it or yeah. your wallet in your purse or whatever. I mean, it's something that you yeah. have to carry around. Yeah. Now. For me, I, the, it's never gonna. I'm never gonna forget it. It's just the barbershop being shut down for three months. Yeah. yeah. But at yeah. the same time, like looking around, like the area, how creative uh, businesses businesses got with like uh, like restaurants. They made like their own tents outside and made outdoor yeah. dining spaces yep. because they yeah. couldn't do yeah. like the. You just sit back and people really really got creative, which was cool. Yeah. Like when you're backed up against a wall and you. You'll, you'll try to do anything. Yes. They're, they're making, like, tents, and I've seen some, like, pretty cool stuff, and some stuff was, like, off the wall. holy smokes. They really just pulled <laughs> yeah. that off. Like, yeah. Yeah. But that, like, stuff like that. like And then, like, Bristol Borough is such a small town, and we were just kind of, like, on the up and up with the smaller businesses, and now, like, there are, like, a handful, and they shut down for good. Yeah. Like, and it's... Unfortunately. You walk, yeah, you walk down the street, and there's, like, the... They're like not that they're bored up. There's paper, like you know, like, like it's just shut down. Like no, there's nothing, yeah. no no flashing lights, no signs, no open signs anymore. Mm. And some of these businesses just opened up like within the past year, maybe two yeah. years. And it's sad to see them like not there anymore. Yeah. And that's like for me. That's what 2020 is going to be. Just a whole like business, like how I don't know, learning curve for me. Like the mm. business end of of 2020. Obviously, there's other personal stuff that happened, but like. That was, it's never, I'm never going to forget that. Yeah. I, I mean, phew, holy smokes. So much, so much, so yeah, much. Yeah. Um, I think it was a little bit of everything, but I think most had to do with like my, my, my son, James. I think we did so much to like prep him for school. He was in kindergarten. So, mm. um, everything was going so well. He's just, he was getting, he's getting into like team sports and like everything and he was old enough to understand that's what's happening mm. that everything got pulled from him um and it was hard to see that and kind of even navigate him through that because we there are so many unknowns we didn't even know mm. what was next and what was going to happen right. so are you going to play soccer I don't, i'm not sure buddy are you playing base I, i'm not sure how this is going and rushing everything yeah. and uh me and my wife wor work for companies that you know are affected by this but are actually are needed even more so it wasn't like work slowed down it got even busier so now we're super busy over here but then the work you know home balance it was like super slow mm. and so you come back and you want to crash but you can't because now your kid who's been home all day wants right. to just hang out and play and have some interaction and just watching him Every day, basically, ask for his friends or when can he hang out with his mm. friends? When's he going to see his friends again? Yeah. I think that like hit me harder yeah. without me even uh, in the most subtle way. Like I, we, we took L's on like a bunch of stuff, yeah. but on like a, a way that I didn't realize till I started like really thinking about it day in and day out. I would text my wife and like, 
I kept, I'm looking through our text. I'm like, I just feel bad for James. Mm. And I kept saying that. I'm like, oh my God, I feel bad. Here goes another thing. We have to tell him he can't do, blah, blah, mm. blah. Yeah. He's going to be working virtually. And the end of the kindergarten, like we were saying, it was a complete disaster. Yeah. The whole virtual experience. Yeah, concur. Th- to the point where that, it was like a trigger. And then we said, dude, you got to do this again, starting your, what's up? And he just stared at me. He's like, you can't be doing this to me. This is, <laughs> you can't. Fair. Yeah, he's it's like, I didn't he do anything. Like, yeah. um, and so that, that, I think that's what, in my mind, of course, there's like a million things, yeah, um, Saturn, you know, well, and I'm not saying that's the only thing. I'm just saying that that hit me more than I thought it was going to. Yeah. Um, kind of one of those unexpected things. Um, so work-wise, last question, basically. Mm. Work-wise, what do you see as an awesome achievement in 2020? So no, well, for me, like, going back from like a negative to a positive well when i was shut down i had like an amazing team like you like you jim uh my brothers you guys everyone got there was no financial income you you started like a um start selling like those sweatshirts for from the blessed line like a, yeah. you started a fundraiser yeah and had like um like a set goal to 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 raise and stuff like that and that was like huge it and it was like um, obviously you, you you've announced it on the previous podcast when the time happened, but uh, like raised like eleven hundred dollars and gave it to the shop like that helped like that paid the that like helped pay that rent for yeah. that for that one yeah. month that I wasn't open you know yeah. and like when we physically couldn't get together to do things like virtually in a sense you still got together to make things work you know yeah. so it's like like that's like a positive note on my end like like there was people inboxing me from like social media how can i help how can i do this i know you're and like it's opposite of what jim said like his him and his wife their their jobs got busier so they have more for me my like i got shut down same thing with lauren she's in the health like or she she's at a spa same thing they got shut down so we were like in the opposite end of that and like to watch friends and family kind of get together and help us out in a sense to like I don't know. We just, I just feel blessed. Like that. That's like another thing that we'll never forget. And like, and um, we we not that it, like I don't know. We owe it back to you guys. But like, it's just like that's like a huge thing. Like when no one had to do any of that, and but like we uh, everyone got together and just helped out. Like I don't, I don't know how how else to put it in any other words. But yeah. like that's just like that was a huge thing. Like they would never ever ever leave my like just stuck in my head. It would never mm-hmm. leave. They, uh, and that was, that was one of the big things that I said it a bunch of times, but that's the power of obviously the Rotated Views podcast and our listeners, uh, the Blessed Lifestyle brand, and it's just everyone coming together. It's just so much support when we announced that we we're going to do this little fundraiser or whatever and keep it moving. It, was, no one, it wasn't like people even thought twice about it. Yeah. It was like we almost couldn't even keep up with, you know, like the initial order with things and, um, and how it all came together, it was so smooth. Hmm. Everything was so smooth. It was like, um, it truly was a blessing. And it's a shout out to everyone who listens to this uh, uh, podcast, friends and family who reacted without even thinking about it. Um, obviously, whether it was a text message, social media, people were reaching out left and right. Um, it was amazing to see you know, the, the power of, honestly, what we do here, the power of actual, real, true love, um and you know you you realize how much of an impact you really do have on people mm. um and i'm so happy that it's positive 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, honestly, that's what it's all about, right? That just that alone was um, it was proof that, you know, what we're doing is right. And we're 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 on the path to even bigger, bigger and better things. Absolutely. Um, and so I don't know that 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 was completely that was so dope. Uh, and again, in my opinion, the same thing. That was one of the most rewarding um, moments of my entire life just mm. to see the reaction. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And then we got the result that we wanted plus some, you know. Um, and then to top it off during the pandemic, um, every year, every November, we raise money for pancreatic cancer awareness. Um, and it was weird because they reached out. We raised the most money we've ever done in any previous year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was off of a one simple idea that I had f- from someone else from last year. I saw someone else do not not for pan- not for pancreatic cancer awareness. It was mm. something that it was a fundraiser they did for something totally different. Okay. And I was like, I'm using that idea next year. I remember saying that mm. flat in 2019. I'm like, 2020 this is what we're gonna do. And we raised the most money we've ever done in. It was like I think I said it was in 70 in under 72 hours. So mm. in three days. Uh, it was a, it was a quick small thing, and I remember just getting um, I got an email from them, I got a letter from them, I got a phone call, I got a voicemail. I could I could actually play the voicemail for you. It's you know, and they reached out thanking, they are thanking me because I did it, but it yeah. was through everyone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the first time we ever did something like that, and it was like, holy smokes! What you would think would be the weakest year, sure, ended up being. There's so many strengths that you can draw out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was dope. Um, so anyway, so so I'll switch it up uh, to the actual podcast. Let me read this list off. As a podcast, what were some of your favorite episodes slash guests, including a virtual? Uh, just to name what we've been through this year, which is amazing. Um, we had our first hangout session. I don't know if you guys remember. We had Tom yes. Alizecki and Tom Rudisell here, and that same day we found out Kobe passed away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that that whole vibe completely changed. Yeah. Um, we had uh, George Berdamas on and George Vasquez on, who's a mechanic. We had Fed Five. We had Calm Waters, uh, Andrew Dittman here from Bristol Barrow. We had the creators of Found. Uh, we had Ronnie Palmieri, who's a uh, expert in podcasts. We had Carlo Vitali, Kona Compost, Silly Spoons, Alan Connor, Marlon Anderson, Nasid Gifted, who's a cartoonist, Jason Peters, Angel Ayers, who's an author, Harry Kamesa, uh, Vaughn Matthew and Fermel Thompson from the Visual Hub, Daniel Umstead, a musician Dylan Hale. Jamar Saunders from Lost in the Sauce, Mike Laidler and Jeff Green from In-N-Out Detailing, uh, Musician AAA, and a bunch of other people who made their sophomore appearances here. Um, and like I said, I just read off, what, 20 names or so. There's a whole slew of other people yeah. who mm-hmm. have yeah. been with us, but they had yeah. updates on their business, updates on things that they're going through. Uh, one guy, I think, in fact, we had uh, Mike Mool almost three times on. Yeah. And he either yeah. brought a guest, uh, was yeah. on by himself. He put me on, hooked me up with other people, a podcast that I ended up being on. Um, and that was all in this same year that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So it's amazing that all those people that we listed and named – um, we still were able to make positive out of this. Yes, yeah. yes this Absolutely. was all still going on. Yes, there was a lot of pain. Yes, there was a lot of suffering. Yes, there was a lot of L's that all of us took. Um, 
but somehow we were still like that one little thing, that one little consistent person thing, uh, item, I should say, that was always there. The Rotated Views podcast still had yep. episodes for you to listen to, and all of our stuff's uplifting and positive. So um, to still be, quote, creative during a very challenging time yep. is, I mean, I give, you know, hats off to you guys. This was definitely one of our hardest years, and for whatever reason or somehow, by the grace of God, we pulled it off. Yep. Me through it. Um, and stronger and built even bigger relationships. And our obviously, our outreach has become bigger. And yes, it seems like a very, I don't know if it's years past, but it seems like a much more like eclectic group of like of guests, I guess you could say. Because yeah, it's a lot yeah. more varied, I guess, in terms yeah. of like yeah. um, backgrounds and stuff. For sure. Um, yeah, so I, I, I mean, I appreciate every last one of those guests that were on. Um, they took time out of their day, uh, just like obviously you guys take time out of your day every single week to do every single thing. This isn't easy. Um, it's definitely challenging. Gabe does all this editing. We're bringing equipment. We're using the freaking the barbershop. I'm contacting guests. Hex taking pictures, never in them. Um, and it's just like, you know, you realize, and all that sounds like little or minor, but you need every single one of those yeah. things to make this happen. And mm -hmm. that was the point I was trying to say in the beginning. Even though we went through or going through this pandemic, we were still making, we were yeah. still productive in a positive way. You don't understand, like I said, like, you know, the guys hear, you know, conversation or sidebars uh, stuff when the, when the microphones aren't recording. But it's, it's definitely not easy. And I encourage people to, regardless of, what your dream is or whatever your passion is, pursue it. Because it, it, regardless, it's not going to be easy no matter yep. what. Mm -hmm. No matter how much mm -hmm. prep you have. This is we're, we're four and a half years. We're coming up on our fifth year. Yep. And we're struggling. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like no matter how much experience you have, you're still going to face something that's going to uh, uh, affect you. What they say it's for every level is another devil. Mm -hmm. So it's, mm -hmm. you know, you, you got to be able to. That's why all those earlier stages were prepping us for. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I mean, because we definitely, because... We obviously we meet in person every single week, so we could have it could have definitely fell to the wayside. Yeah, just because you know trying to figure it out. But I mean, obviously, me and you have a conversations to figure out, keep it going, and obviously we were able to get guests that we probably wouldn't have been able to get into this building prior to that. So it was like yeah, and then I I think also like what we're what we've learned from uh, 2020, and then looking forward, you we also can't we saw people who. Um, stopped their little side hustles because yep. they thought it was going to be so temporary when in fact it became almost a permanent thing yeah. and their yeah. side hustles turned into evaporated into nothing yeah. Yeah. and are now no longer doing what they were pursuing or 2020 was going to be their year and every, all that stuff stopped where we maintained even though we're you know slowly treading through water we still kept taking a step forward yeah. and mm -hmm. truly I mean truly never really lost ground and if we did it wasn't that much yeah um there was other plans that we had that we had to put on hold but we didn't put the 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 vision on hold yes you know what i'm saying like well, i know so many people there's so many people who had x y and z things going and was putting things off because of the exterior and what was going out there yeah that you didn't have to, you didn't have, we didn't, we didn't put anyone in danger. We didn't do anything negative. All we dealt was bring more positive, and we kept stay and stayed true to ourselves, mm -hmm. and we kept bringing a product week in, week out, even if it was done via Zoom. Zoom, um, Zoom. 
and then and then we figured out ways that we're recording and we stay a specific distance away from each other and yes. when guests are here and everyone's people are masked and we figured that stuff out you know what i'm saying yeah where if you just don't take any action you're gonna be sitting at home like oh boy, boy, what if someone comes in and then and then and then what if this and then you keep coming up with all these scenarios it's good to plan but at some point you have to take action yep. you just have to just do it um, obviously in the safest way possible but yes. we're still doing it is the is the point that needs to be you know mm -hmm. highlighted and so it gave us this vision it gave us this I guess even bigger vision that yo if we could survive this we could definitely we're going up on our fifth year. And I would love nothing more than to have our, a permanent location. That's my goal yeah. uh, in the f near future is to have a permanent location where, um, you know, we're fully set up mm. as soon as we walk in and, 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 and have a place to, you know, call our own where, you know, we're not, obviously it's not a bother to him, but at some point, it's, you know, it's annoying, I'm sure. So it's, the barbershop has been good to us and I hope, this coming soon, you know, within this next year, we could have our own permanent place. Yeah. Um, until the next big thing happens and whatever. Uh, so who knows? Uh, that's our goal. Uh, kind of, you know, went over, you know, some of the guests that we had, talked about, uh, you know, the impact of the pandemic, future goals, obviously. We're already booking. I'm already booking. I'm already almost basically booked through. Uh, January already for the guests mm. uh, to start. So we're starting off 2021 strong. Yeah, I'm um, sure 2021 is going to have some crazy stories. Sure. I, I'm, and it's going to be based off of 2020, really. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. sure it's going to oh, be yeah, just absolutely. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, man. I'm pumped. I really am. Um, I'm glad that we're sitting here saying that, too. Yeah. Um, and not, you know, saying, like, remember when we had that podcast? Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> We, we and uh, the other thing, yeah, the other thing is obviously bringing the visual aspect. So, uh, one of the goals for 2021 yeah, is obviously a, a long term. Is have a YouTube channel or one of those platforms where yeah. we're actually you're capturing because it's so dope what we do here um, inside the quote studio and see everything that's going on. I think giving you guys that extra. Um, I guess insight as yes. to production and all that stuff. I think it'll be appreciated. Um, anyway, so with that being said, last question of the evening as we wrap up the last episode of the year. Um, all right. So knowing what you know now, if you could write a letter to yourself that would travel back in time so that you would receive it at the start of the year, what advice would you give yourself? Get lots of toilet paper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stock up on TP. Don't listen to them. Yeah. Do your uh, homework on a lot of things. Don't just listen to the media and all that stuff out yes. there. Yeah. Do your homework. Don't don't take it for what they're saying. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I think it still stands true. I mean, you have to be prepared at all yeah. times yes. to protect your your own. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. That, that's what it basically. Yes, yeah. and as, as things go on, obviously, you got to keep educating yourself. Like you said, you can't just go, oh, they tell you to stay home. Just go home, stay home. Like, why so, am I home? Like, yeah. You have to educate yourself yeah. and figure out why. Like, is this... And every this station was saying something different. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. it was to add to the chaotic situation to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting misinformed every on, station, you know, every, every yeah. state was, had their regulations. State, in there. Every yeah, yeah. they're, they're all just doing, you know, you know, pushing in different directions. It was, it was kind of odd. Or, um, I mean, I guess one thing is like kind of what you were saying earlier was like reevaluate your plan B or like what yes. your your preparations mm -hmm. on oh, stuff. Yeah. 
Double check yourself on your plan B. Um, all right, so we like to close things out with quotes, and the first one is by Confucius. By three methods, we may learn wisdom. First, by reflection, which is the noblest. Second, by imitation, which is the easiest. And third, by experience, which is the bitterest. <laughs> uh, and the second one by Les Brown. Review your goals twice every day in order to be focused on achieving them. 2020 year-end review. In this episode, the crew talks about their overall experiences slash results in 2020. We cover topics that range from our favorite episode, work slash business, family, education, the pandemic, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Confucius and Les Brown. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed. <laughs>